It's the 95.3 WBCK Morning Show with Lacey James. Well, Lacey's off today, so you got the substitute bus driver, the old Tim Collins, in here. And a little later on, we will give you a preview of the Radio Free Hillsdale Hour with Scott Bertram. Steve Frisbee will give us a recap of last night's Calhoun County Board meeting. On the line with us right now, he's our state senator, Dr. John Bison. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Tim. Always great to be with you, sir. Yep, nice to talk with you here this morning. And, uh, you know, we, we just keep hearing more and more about these voting bills that get passed by the legislature and then get vetoed by the governor. Uh, what's going on there? I mean, from what I hear in the news reports, you guys are just passing the most horrible bills uh, ever to keep people from exercising their right to vote. You know, and I had this discussion with uh, members of our community uh, last night, and I said that we are trying to make it easy to vote, but we want cheating to be hard. And uh, a lot of these uh, things, such as the voter ID, um, came up, and, and they said, uh, why are you making all these demands? Um, and the answer is that, you really do need to show ID for everything that you do. Um, if you wanted to cash a check, you have to show photo ID. If you want to uh, uh, buy something uh, on credit, you need uh, photo ID at the store. Otherwise, they're not going to uh, they're not going to process uh, uh, the uh, uh, get you what you want. And even I got a flyer from a uh, upcoming union election, and in small print at the bottom, it has, bring your photo ID with you. Hmm. Um, and so I think that photo ID is pretty well accepted as something that does not block the uh, voting process. Uh, photo ID is something that uh, the state gives away for free. You don't even have to pay for it. And uh, we would just like all of our citizens to actually uh, have a face and try to avoid circumstances that uh, would make it harder to vote, uh, you know, without that ID, make it harder to vote with that uh We just want to make it easy for people and make it hard to cheat, Tim. Yeah, and that's, I think, probably seven out of ten people at least would agree with that, that uh, it's not an unreasonable request to just uh, ask people for some simple way to verify that they are who they say they are at the polls. And yet that seems to be a very, very difficult uh, thing for our governor to pass, you know. Um, she keeps uh, saying that... Uh, we are not going to be changing the voting laws in this state. And yet uh, we know that uh, um, there are abnormalities that have occurred in the past, and we want to uh, try to make sure that everyone knows the rules and everyone, um, all of our citizens get a, a chance to vote. And yet there seems to be a great deal of resistance uh, getting that message across. And the governor keeps talking about making it hard to vote but that isn't the that isn't the uh, gist of these bills at all 
So where are we at then? Uh, has anything that's been passed by the legislature been signed into law, or are we back to the drawing board on all of this? Well, you have the uh, People's Initiative that was uh, uh, passed, uh, I think, in 18, just before the election. and uh, Or perhaps it was because we were making some last-minute changes uh, to uh, the voting process at that point in time. And when you do things in such a hurry, I think that there are a number of things that come up later that uh, are suggestive of not a great way to do things, like um, the harvesting of ballots, like the uh, uh, just a cardboard box outside uh, of a polling place to drop your... Uh, uh, ballots into uh, having that process unsecured, having those uh, ballots unsecured, we would say is a risk. And uh, I don't see how people argue against that quite so much. We had stories, uh, multiple stories of these boxes being unlocked and wide open. I mean, anybody could have gone in there and tampered with it. And that's what we're trying to prevent. And I just don't understand the governor's resistance to that uh, to that concept. Yep, nor do I. Uh, talking a little bit about water, uh, boy, there's all of a sudden a crisis in Benton Harbor. Uh, now, levels of lead were found there, what, three years ago? Uh, but all of a sudden yeah. now there's a, a do-not-drink order. What can you tell us, and uh, what is uh, the committee you're on, the uh, Senate Oversight Committee, uh, planning to, to look into? Um, well, we're planning to uh, do a great deal with our water infrastructure across the state. In direct response to your question, I have to admit that it was the House Oversight Committee that was uh, looking at the uh, water and lead and in Muskegon, and I guess the lead in water in Muskegon. Um, the Senate hasn't quite had that hearing as of yet, and so I'm still waiting to uh, take a closer look at what the House has done. Um, I, I, in answer to your question, we're going to be doing a great deal. We're going to be spending a uh, great deal of the American uh, Recovery Plan funding that we got out of Washington on our water projects throughout the state. And, and there's a great number of different projects that uh, we are going to be wanting to address with uh, nearly $2.5 billion of funding for water. Uh, we think that water is incredibly important because in most of our surrounding states and Canadian provinces, there's only that area around the Great Lakes that drains into the Great Lakes. But in the state of Michigan, it's the entirety of the state that no matter which river uh, you are dealing with in the state of Michigan, it drains into the Great Lakes. And so we want to try to make sure that we have a robust program to address all of the uh, problems that we have uh, in that area, and we're trying to make it uh, addressed to infrastructure projects to a large degree, and these are going to last uh, 40 to 75 years. Um, a lot of this is through uh, revolving funds so that uh, we can hand out uh, low-interest loans and get the money back and replenish the fund, 
and make this an ongoing activity uh, to make sure our water is safe. Um, and, and we're talking about a dam project, and a lot of those dam projects are designed to last 100 to 125 years. And so we want to be making long-term improvements to the uh, water infrastructure. Uh, for the dam, dam program in particular, we're talking about uh, $680 million of uh, our funding, of the American Recovery Plan funding. Uh, $650 will provide a revolving fund where we can spend $20 million annually um, on funds uh, with low-interest loans, and uh, we anticipate that that will be annualized uh, over a 20-year period, and there are a couple of projects that may need uh, immediate uh, funding, so um, we'll have to see what the actual demand is. Um, we want to do lead right line replacement replacement and we're talking about 600 million dollars of funding going to the replacement of uh, uh, lead pipes not only in Muskegon but across the state and uh, here again it's going to be a cost sharing program where uh, we'll be offering a one-to-one match with local investments so any lead line replacement suddenly becomes half as expensive. So we we have a story, uh, Senator, this morning that uh, you know there are quite a few lead lines in Battle Creek that are going to be need to be replaced uh, over the next several years, uh, and of course we'll have some uh, town meetings and hearings here in the community about how those ARPA funds should be spent. I guess my question is, if the state's going to offer a one to one match, <laughs> could could we use some of our uh, allocated ARPA funds to fix lead pipes and then? consider that a, a, a matching money to get more state money or not? Uh, my impression is that uh, you would be able to uh, match both uh, state and local ARPA funds. And so, again, uh, that would mean a minimal amount uh, out of the pockets of uh, homeowners and minimal increases to uh, the uh, uh, people paying water bills because that's oftentimes how you pay for the water infrastructure. These are the exact kind of programs that make sense to me. I mean, let's get it done and then it's done. Uh, whereas a lot of uh, proposals for social programs and things that would have to be funded in the future, they don't make a lot of sense to me because where's the money going to come from down the road? And that's exactly correct. And, you know, when you have uh, a number of different programs that are being recommended that uh, increase uh, wages for certain workers uh, that uh, do not take care of long-term funding. Um, you're going to be a, a year or two down the line, and the one-time money is going to be gone, and uh, you're still going to have the same problems that you have right now. And uh, I would argue that infrastructure is something that uh, you will be around for a long time and is a much better use of the money. We're talking with State Senator Dr. John Bison, 19th District State Senator here in Michigan, is with us. There's something in the news about uh, uh, the border between Indiana and Michigan. I guess it's not as defined as one might think, and so uh, lawmakers are working on some sort of a remedy? 
Um, we are. We are trying to redefine the uh, border between uh, Michigan and Indiana because the uh, there's a lot of controversy over uh, what fits into uh, which state, and there's a lot of tax ramifications for those sorts of things. So uh, one state may give many more incentives uh, than another, and, uh, you know, the tax bills are always uh, a matter of controversy. And so this will be a, a project to make sure that we establish a border uh, one more time because that border has been established uh, several times in the past. But through wear and tear, uh, the monumentation, the exact line, has been lost. And uh, so every once in a while there is controversy over uh, where exactly that line is. And um, uh, I believe it's uh, Senator uh, Kim Lasada had uh, taken up this problem and uh, wants to uh, have a project to uh, make sure that both we and Indiana agree with where the line is. So we'll be getting uh, surveyors and uh, uh, people working with land to uh, go in and make the necessary uh, border. And since we've lost it, uh, quite so many times in the past, I jokingly said perhaps we ought to use some of the uh, depleted uranium to uh, mark the border right there, but <laughs> uh, that didn't go anywhere. You know, I thought you could just take out a Geiger counter afterwards and say, yep, this is where it is, but... Uh, well, they make that uh, so surveyor spray paint, uh, John, you know, that orange spray paint. We could just, you know... Uh, <laughs> we could. Uh, does that last a long time, Tim? Not, well, not really, no. I, I spray it around the potholes on uh, Stone Jug Road uh, every spring, and, yeah, you're right. It doesn't last all that long. So, uh, well, we're still uh, looking for a way to uh, make sure that we know uh, exactly where that border is. When we talk about having problems at the southern border, uh, we hate it to be Michigan's border rather than national border you understand and uh, I'm not quite sure how many people we have uh, trying to uh, break into Michigan right now but um, <laughs> I just haven't seen a flood of refugees there yet it'd be interesting to see you know what the discrepancies really are now with these bills that uh, are being uh, passed in the legislature are they just to study it and figure out where the discrepancies lie it is to uh, work with Indiana to uh, make sure that we agree exactly where that line runs and make sure that there are uh, signs saying that you're leaving Michigan, you're entering Indiana. And, um, yeah, it comes down to the exact geography as uh, which foot is where um, in what state. And uh, it should be a very exacting line. I'm not quite sure I know how they're going to mark it, but uh, um, this bill calls for markers uh, when you leave Michigan and when you enter uh, or when you uh, enter Michigan. Well, those Hoosiers are bound to be a little bit leery, you know, considering the last deal we made, we uh, traded Toledo for the Upper Peninsula, I think, and 
that was Ohio, if I remember right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think so. But we have uh, some people up in the Upper Peninsula who uh, believe it ought to be our 51st state of uh, perhaps superior. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't heard that in a while. But, yeah, yeah, there there are people up there that are adamant about that. Well, it is kind of like a different world up there, that's for sure. Uh, so I could, Oh, it is. You know, I spent a number of years up there, and uh, uh, that's back when I was in military service at uh, what at that time, at that point in time, was K.I. Sawyer Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the winters up there, I thought I was prepared for winter in Michigan, but the winters are uh, very unlike what we have down here. Uh, we'd be getting uh, 15 feet of snow in a winter. <laughs> right. um, and, uh, you know, we'd have all of the uh, fire hydrants marked with these uh, great big flags that uh, told you where to dig to, to get down to where the uh, to where the fire hydrant was in case there ever was a fire. Uh, a lot of transportation is uh, with skis and uh, snowmobiles up there uh, in the winter months. Uh, Although they do an amazing job of keeping the roads clean, you know, and on the uh, runways where uh, uh, we had aircraft uh, ready to respond immediately, uh, it took a great deal of equipment to uh, just make sure that we were prepared to take off at all times. Well, they certainly get a lot of practice. Senator Bison, thanks so much for spending some time with us again this morning here on WBCK. I'm, I very much appreciate the time that I have spent with you, Tim. Um, I had a, a rumor that you may be leaving soon. and uh, Well, that's right. Yeah, I'm gonna, my last day is going to be a week from today. And uh, that is just uh, not enough time for uh, me to say how many times I'm, I'm going to regret the smile that you put on my face every time we get together to talk, sir. Well, same goes, uh, Senator. Thank you very much. Uh, well, we'll we'll still cross paths with you. I, I know you're uh, very busy in our community, and I hope to be as well.